Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. New Extra Charge Hot and Iced Coffee from Dunkin' is made with 20% extra caffeine from green coffee extract because we could all use a little extra this year. Whether that's an extra boost, some extra boldness, or the drive to go the extra mile. We're extra ready for whatever comes our way and extra excited to take it on. Let's get it done with a medium extra charged coffee from Dunkin' for $2 with 20% more caffeine. And pair it with Snackable Stuffed Bagel Minis for an added all-day boost. Order ahead on the Dunkin' app. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Gig Radio, the new podcast from Gig Radar, your home for new music and new bands from all over the world. My name is Rob, and I'm the editor of Gig Radar, and I'm coming to you today from Hanoi, the capital of Vietnam. Uh, I've just spent a month living in the chaos and the craziness of this awesome city, so apologies in advance if you can hear horn beeping or any sirens, um, and welcome to Vietnam. Um, I took the opportunity while I was in uh, Hanoi to meet up with a local band called Windrunner. They're one of my favourite bands that we've spoken to in the last few years of running Gig Radar. Um, so it's great to meet the guys from the band and have a quick chat with them about everything to do with Vietnamese music, metal, the uh, up-and-coming metal scene in the country, and a bit more about the band generally. So stay tuned for that later on. But um, first up, I want to play you a track from our current new band of the week, Every week, we keep true to our UK roots and select a new British band that we're excited about um, and do a bit of interview with them to help people find out more about them, um, give people a chance to check out their music. Um, this week, that band is Manchester Quartet Kiasmata, um, who we actually played a track from in our previous podcast. Um, but this week, we had a chat with their vocalist and bassist, Zoe Gale, that interview is now live over on the website, gigradar.co.uk. So go and check it out as you're listening to the band's latest track. This is Absolution by Kiasmata.
Welcome back. That was Absolution by Kiaz Marta, who are our current ba- new band of the week. Um, I want to stick with British bands for now because we've got a great new track from you for you from a really exciting new band called Marissa and the Moths. Uh, this is a band we've had a bit of interaction with recently since they released their debut album back in November. We've never quite nailed down an interview, but I'm hoping it's going to happen soon. So keep an eye out for that on the website. Uh, this is a band that described themselves interestingly as summoning the best hard rock and grunge bands of the 90s with their own unique modern twist. Um, they've got a heavy focus on lead vocalist Marissa Rodriguez's uh, struggles with anxiety and the everyday sexism that they encounter. And just in case you weren't convinced, they have not one, not two, but three guitarists. And that includes highly regarded lead guitarist Sophie Lloyd, who we actually checked out on YouTube this morning, and it's pretty impressive. Go and, go and give her the videos a watch. Um, so the band just released a video for Choke, which is on their debut self-titled album. Um, so we thought we'd give the track a spin for you. So this is Choke by Marissa and the Moths.
that was Marissa and the Moths and their latest track, Choke, uh, which comes from their debut album. So give give that a listen. Um, now, as I mentioned in the intro, we are coming to you this week from Hanoi, um, which is in Vietnam. And when you think of Vietnam, metal and metalcore probably isn't the first thing that comes to mind. And you'd probably be forgiven then for that because the small metal scene in Vietnam has only been going for around 20 years or so. Um, and it's a lot smaller than even some of the kind of countries in Asia, like Indonesia, um, China, Japan. But the good news is that one band is out to put all of that right and drive the metal movement in the country forwards. Um, to find out a bit more, we sat down with Trung and Nam, who are the guitarists from Hanoi band Windrunner. So I'm here in Hanoi um, with Trung and Nam from the band Windrunner. Uh, nice, nice to meet you guys. Thanks nice for to meet you, thanks Rob. How are you guys doing? We're good. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm very happy. I just uh, played with Asanai Dai. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that was Friday night, right? Yeah. yeah. How was it? It was, it was uh, great. Yeah, the show was great. Yeah? But it was very tiring because we were also like organizing the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so doing both performing and organizing is <laughs> hard work, right? Yeah. Hard work. It's like a dream come true to share the set with Asalai Dai. Yeah? Yeah. And who else is on there? Who else is on the set list for that? Um, in other words, um, Massacre Conspiracy, uh, also a metalcore band from uh, Malaysia. Okay. Yeah, pretty sick. Yeah. That's cool. And we also played with them like a few years ago. So yeah. Friends. Okay. So in terms of um, just like kickoff, do you want to tell people a bit about Windrunner, who you guys are, where you're from, and a bit about the band? Yeah, we are... Uh, we are Windrunner, uh, we're from Hanoi, Vietnam, mm-hmm. and uh, we play kind of like metalcore, mm-hmm. mixed with a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> <There you laughs> that's kind of a good overview, I think. Um, so we chatted to you guys um, last year, mm-hmm. I think we talked last year, yeah. you and you. When we um, released our... Yeah, our just before album. the new album, I think it was... Maybe <coughs> two weeks before the new album mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. I think quite a lot have changed since then. Yeah. A lot of things have happened. <laughs> yeah. and obviously, let's start with the album. I think we, we spoke to you about a couple of weeks before it started, before it came out, and we wrote about Orchid and a couple of other songs off the album. Mm. So it'd be interesting to get your thoughts on how, well, what the reception of the album was like and what people made of it and what your thoughts it's like a year well, a year or so on. What are your thoughts on the album now? Uh, I think we're, it, it was really well received. Yeah. Yeah, we were really grateful that like a lot of people like, um, uh, that we, we could reach out to so many people yeah. thanks to Famid Records. Mm-hmm. And, and the reception has been really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, like uh, not only, or not only like the main singles and stuff, but like all most of the songs on the album have been getting a lot of plays and yeah. so people asking us a lot about like the songs, and the, the album. So it's, it was great. Cool. And in terms of what people should expect from the album, what would you guys summarize as being kind of 
the sound of the album, what should people who haven't listened to it yet be expecting from it? <clears throat> it's quite a mixed bag, isn't it, in terms of the yeah. really well sound, it's quite diverse. And yeah. It's not just a metalcore <laughs> album, there's there's a lot going on. Yeah, we got to, yeah, we got yeah, the album is, is actually like I think um we, we were able to maintain our windrun of sound sound. Mm-hmm. But the songs were quite diverse yeah. in terms of like composition and stuff. Yeah. So, but like, yeah, it's you. You should check out like the main singles like Rose and Sakura and mm-hmm. Orchid. Those would be because those would be like the, the songs that you know like sum sum up. Yeah. What we do. I think after the album as well, there is, was it Sense, the EP? Yeah. And that shows a completely different side. Well, not a completely different, but another sound to Windrunner as well, kind of the remixes and mm-hmm. the reimagining of the songs. And that show, I think it shows a real diversity to the band as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, like when we write songs, we have like so many different versions. And stuff, I really, so so I really. we're always thinking like how we, how we can, like, uh, uh, adapt the different styles so we tried you know like to do like uh, a softer um, more ambient ambient-ish okay. sound with uh, Zen EP yeah and also like a couple of uh, EDM songs nice for yeah, fun. yeah the remix is quite cool <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think last time we chatted as well so um <clears throat> The original vocalist Dong and the bassist Hugh um, were part of the band. Now you replaced them with uh, Nan and Choi. Yeah. Um, so, what are, they, what are those guys brought to the band, um, and how is it kind of? Is it changed the sound, or have things evolved with them in the band, or how, <coughs> how are things kind of changed? How are things different now? Yeah, def- definitely uh, with new members. We're gonna have. Not necessarily, necessarily like totally different, yeah. but like of course they'll they'll be bringing in new influences, mm-hmm. new ideas, because because Windrunner has, has yeah, it's always been about like because uh, we don't stick to like one, not like we we don't force ourselves to be or, or to write in one specific mm-hmm. genre. So, so like our songs will be like um, a co- um, collection of all the members, yeah, uh, influences and identity. So with the new members, yeah, they're bringing in a mm-hmm. lot of new fresh ideas. And cool. I guess the first taste of that is Heather. Yeah. So that's obviously the person we're down on board. If people haven't listened to that yet, what should, what should they be expecting from Heather? And, How's that gone down with people? Honestly, I think the sound, the musically, the sound is still the same. Mm-hmm. We still got like the riffs, yeah, the in, Indian like lead guitar, and, and like like the metalcore-ish, <laughs> uh, like uh, uh, song structure or like mm-hmm. uh, the metalcore-ish sound, but. Uh, yeah, there was no screaming. 
and and I, that that was actually like uh, intentional. Yeah. Yeah. We we wanted to with the new vocalist. We wanted to show her full range of uh, clean mm-hmm. melodic singing. Okay. And and of course the song is most mostly because the song uh, we thought that that was the best way to. Compose and that that was the um, yeah, I don't know how to say like um, best version yeah know, that, that okay. we thought we could put out but yeah like um, moving forward uh, there's uh, of course there will be uh, the same not the same but like we will keep the same uh, direction yeah. Uh, Windrunner yeah. sound mm-hmm. because it's it's still like us the guitarists yeah. who um, are uh, the writers mm-hmm. also but the new members also also bringing in I think a lot of different um, elements mm-hmm. like our singer a new singer is like an R and B vocalist so okay that's interesting yeah yeah so, kind of, so there's yeah. there will be more I think more of that mm-hmm. and also uh, also we'll, we'll keep the, a lot of the Asian instruments I think that that's what we really like to do to yeah um, to kind of showcase the, uh, not like showcase but like that's kind of it's like sticking our, to your I, I wanted to ask you about this actually yeah. so obviously we are covered in the UK and a lot of the bands I speak to are from UK and America and Australia, um, so they kind of have their own way of doing things. And a lot of people who will listen to this are used to listening to bands from the UK and the US or whatever. So, do you think there's like a is there a difference between bands from Asia and the UK, or is there a way that you guys go about making music that's different, or is there um, do you think like the, your way of writing music is different to Western bands, mm. or is it just the sound that's different? You kind of obviously mix in these different influences. Definitely, I think because because like we growing up, we had different influences mm-hmm. and even like the cultures. Yeah, different. So there, there, there is definitely a difference in the way mm-hmm. I think we write songs and what we think sound good. So yeah, so yeah, obviously it's I don't know. Yeah, what were your influences like? What your musical influences growing up? Was it obviously was it metal or was it a bit of everything? Or so what kind of music did you listen to growing up? Yeah, for me, uh, growing up, I listened to a lot of stuff, because like, uh, uh, in Vietnam, when we were growing up, we didn't, my, and during my time, we didn't actually have uh, access to the internet, yeah. so like, I was in secondary school, Okay. so like, we could, we could only get, listen to whatever that was on MTV, Yeah. Okay. or like, uh, or like, it, 
see record stores or whatever. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that was like Vietnamese pop music, <laughs> or like uh, US, UK pop music. Yeah. And also, and then after that, there's like hip hop, mm-hmm. different kinds of yeah hip hop, and then um, yeah we I got into like rock and metal music uh, from. 2000 something listening to Linkin Park. Linkin Park. Yeah, yes. me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first two metal albums I owned were Linkin Park and Papa Roach. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they came out the same the same week, maybe. But I remember buying them both at the same time. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think yeah. it's uh, the same the same for us. Yeah. Like, we all grew up with uh, pop music. Mm-hmm. And then we found out metal band. Then we yeah. like we not change the road, but like we. Kind of listen to like a lot of yeah, yeah, both, yeah. both. Yeah. yeah, okay. Because I, I don't know, like maybe uh, um, in I'm not sure about if I can speak for other countries, but like in Vietnam, maybe like you you don't necessarily listen to only like one kind of music, or you don't yeah. associate yourself with like oh I'm a metalhead or whatever, because mm-hmm. um, there isn't like that big of a scene, so yeah, so so like we just listen to whatever we like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you mentioned there about um, there not being a massive metal scene in Vietnam. Um, how much how many how much of a scene is there? Are there other Vietnamese metal bands around, or is it just you guys, or we kind of relying on other bands from Asia to get things moving. How much have seen this there over in Vietnam? It's, it's quite small, to be honest. Yeah. We don't have that many bands, around maybe mm-hmm. 20. Okay. The whole of Vietnam. The whole of Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And is that, um, is there a scene there to support you in terms of metal bands, people who listen to metal, and people who go to gigs, and people who put gigs on and venues that host gigs, is there much of that going on? Or? Um, for us, actually, uh, we we have been trying to do that ourselves, okay. do everything, like from organizing the shows, to trying to build the community, Yeah. because right. we, we only have the, a certain group, a small group of, of people that listen to yeah. Metal or kind of like uh, hard screaming music or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, we there's not much of an industry, mm-hmm. so we try to do it ourselves. Yeah, like the shows and and uh, and like doing all the everything DIY. Yeah, and we've been pretty lucky because we have venue owners and and like people in the music scene general mm-hmm. that even that they yeah. might not listen to metal but they really support uh, okay of, of the metal scene so it's it's been growing steadily yeah slowly but okay and how about asia like more widely across asia is there for people who are maybe in the uk or the us or whatever <coughs> how much of a metal scene is there across asia and how, how diverse is it I think around Asia, the metal scene in I think in other countries 
mm-hmm. are way bigger in, than in Vietnam. Like yeah. Maybe in Thailand or Japan, Indonesia, mm-hmm. even uh, in Singapore, Malaysia, they have way bigger scenes. Of, I think they have like, a long history okay. of, of like uh, uh, contact with like foreign and Western cultures. Yeah. Because, yeah, we only had like around 20 years. Yeah. Since the 2000s. Okay. When, so when it's we, still very new, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's got place to grow. But... Okay. Um, what, what you talked about um, <coughs> like shape the, the Windrunner sign, shaping the Windrunner sign with the new guys on board. So, what have you guys got coming up? In 2020, uh, or even beyond that, what, what are you working on at the moment? We're writing our uh, next album, okay, which will definitely uh, maintain our our sound. Mm-hmm. There will be screaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> Is that from the R&B singer, or uh, um, does she scream as well? No, that would be from uh, from. Either one of us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think just trying to, like, uh, trying to uh, mix all of our ideas and influences together as a band. Yeah. Um, How do you guys go about writing music? Do you you have to sit down in a room together, or do you just go away separately and write things down and then say, oh, I've had this idea? Yeah, usually it's... uh, Either, uh, either member of the band will have some ideas, mm-hmm. and then we'll work on that. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Writing. Chung is the main writer. Yeah. The main, but if we have any ideas, we'll yeah. send them and work together. Yeah. To complete the song. Cool. Yeah. So like so so, uh, it, we are really open to like anything really. Yeah. To, as long as as long as it, as it Sounds good. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Are there any kind of theme, specific themes that you write about, or anything that inspires you to write music, or is it just anything and everything? Mm, musically, mm-hmm. musically, I mean, I've always been into like ambient post-punk music, so I think that will always stay in 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 the things I write. Yeah, and also like. Traditional Vietnamese, not necessarily not necessarily music, but like instruments. Well, mm-hmm. I want to introduce that sound. Yeah. With and you talked earlier about having the Vietnamese instruments in in amongst obviously the guitars and singing mm-hmm. and whatever. So what are those Vietnamese instruments that people should be looking at for with their music? What are they? Um, one is called. Uh, Okay. It's like uh, a sitter. Like, is that the one that makes the, the kind of keyboardy yeah. sound? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So and uh, I'm also exploring with some suits. And okay. Woodwind. Oh, nice. Kinds of uh, instruments. Mm-hmm. And also we have like different kinds of uh, other string instruments. Yeah. I think you. You'll see when the <laughs> album comes out. Sounds good. 
So when can we expect new music? Is it like is it still a long way off? Or are you still in the writing process? Or we're in the writing process. Uh, I don't want to add an idea. Yeah, but we're 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 aiming for this year, maybe the end of this year. Okay, cool. Uh, thanks for chatting to us. Is there anything else that you'd like people to know about Windrunner or your music, or just to tell them to go and listen to it? Where should where should they listen to you? Uh, I've been Windrunner. You can check us out on uh, uh, Spotify, mm-hmm. YouTube, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play, all of that. Awesome. And thank thanks. you for listening to us. <laughs> so, uh, thanks thank so much, you. Guys. Thanks, Rob. Welcome back, and thank you to the guys from Windrunner for chatting to us and their mate who owned the bar that we went to, um, which is actually called Underground 88. So if you're ever in Hanoi, go and check it out. It's a really cool little bar. Um, so I know that Trung in particular is really heavily involved in kind of growing rock and metal in Vietnam, both in terms of working really hard on DIY promotion of Windrunner themselves and by producing material for other local bands. So... I'm really interested in kind of finding out more about other bands in the scene and I'm actually looking into writing more about its growth and potential and finding out other bands across Vietnam and across Asia. So I should be focusing on that again soon. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for more on that. Um, I'd also like to give a good, sh- a big shout out to um, Windrunner's record label, Famine Records and Chelsea, who runs it. Um, they've done a great job of promoting bands such as Windrunner, but also other bands around the world, um, such as Hungarian band Harmed and Chinese band Life Awaits, among several others they brought us. So thank you to them for that. Um, so without further ado, here's a taste of what Windrunner have to offer and why I'm so excited about these guys. Um, this is Windrunner's latest track, Heather, which is the first with new vocalist Nan on board.
What's up? My name is Chung from Green Runner. I'm Nam from We Runner. And you're, you're listening, listening to Gig Radio. That was Heather by Windrunner. The band's debut album is on Spotify and all of the platforms, so go and give it a listen. Um, these guys are amazing, so go listen to it. Um, to finish up, we're going to bring you a fascinating new band that fuse two genres that are pretty distinct. So they fuse shoegaze with metal. They've got two singers, female and male vocalist. Um, they're called Bottom Shelf. They hail from Philadelphia, and they've termed their music as Dreamo, which we love. Um, we just had a chat with these guys in the last week or so and should have an interview going live in the next couple of days. But for now, this is their new track. It's called Cyst.
That was Cyst by Bottom Shelf, and that brings us to the end of today's podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed hearing about Messily in Vietnam and Asia with Windrunner and all the new music we brought you from bands today. Uh, we'll be back with more of the best new bands and new music from all over the world shortly. Next up, we're going to Chiang Mai in Thailand. So if there's any bands out there listening from Thailand, get in touch. We'll get you on the podcast, play your music. Um, until then, bye for now. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage.